Hi and welcome. Welcome to Travel with Ketan. With me Ketan Joshi, biker, backpacker and travel writer. Three men on motorcycles. The Amigos ride to Ladakh. Chapter 2. Mumbai to Chandigarh. We met at the airport the next day. All weighed down with saddlebags and backpacks and helmets and stuff. Me and Adi came in first. We were well in time for the flight and looked happily at the short check-in crew and our fairly low luggage. And then we waited and waited and waited for Bawa to turn up and started chewing our fingernails, then our fingers and then our knuckles at the time to flight became shorter and shorter and the check-in line grew longer and longer. Finally, Bawa came in rushing, huffing and puffing and carrying a giant saddlebag which seemed to weigh as much as he did. He was carrying all the repair equipment tire tubes and screwdrivers and air pumps and all that stuff and we had a difficult job convincing the airline not to bill us an arm and leg for extra luggage fees but the indigo people were good people and they finally let us in without billing us extra and the check-in girl was cute too go indigo it was my natural sexual magnetism that saved us you know Adi announced grandly just one friendly smile from me and she went weak at the knees balls retorted Dilzad your creepy sex offender smile scared her so much that she stamped us, stamped us in as fast as she could so that you and your foul beard would leave as soon as possible. Never mind Ray, I consoled the offended Adi. Either way, it was your imposing personality that saved us. It was my winning smile and sexual magnetism, I tell you, you are insisting uh, as we came to the security check. I cleared it easily, but seeing the giant forms of Adi and Delza looming behind me, the security guy immediately blew a fuse. They looked like an overweight death squad. Coil and crab came to mind. But then I was so embarrassed at making Harry Potter references that I immediately put it out of my mind. They had to endure a detailed pat-down before the CISF reluctantly released them and they were lucky to get off without any anal cavity search. I grinned as Adi came up scowling. Looks like a natural sexual magnetism backfired, big boy. What did you do? Give him a winning smile? We got on the plane and had a bit of a struggle of who will take which seat. But I jockeyed my superior weight and managed to claim the window seat. Adi claimed to have weak bladder and weak bowels and so he claimed the aisle seat. And Bawa scowlingly sat in the middle. Air travel makes me queasy, I warn you, he said. If the flight is rough, I'll puke over both of you. Ooh, how nice, Adi squealed and clapped his hands. It makes me queasy too. The slightest air pocket will have me retching. Maybe we'll be sick together and puke all over this fat fuck. And sure enough, just the motion of the plane taxiing from the parking spot made them go green and shut up. And these are the guys who revel in riding in the roughest roads you can find. Weird. The pre-flight ritual started. The pilot made his usual boring and pointless speech which no one is ever interested in. The arrows started the safety briefing to which no human has ever paid any attention to. And just as the plane was about to take off, my phone started ringing. Shit, I had forgotten to turn it off. 
director glared at me and looked so much like an angry school teacher that I shriveled and didn't dare to take the call. I just muted it and let it ring out. After the basilisk glare auntie had gone, I surreptitiously checked my phone and saw that true caller had identified it. Hmm, that's odd, I muttered. What? Adi asked. Apparently, I have just missed a call from Mumbai Airport Security. How strange. Why should Mumbai Airport Security be calling me? <gasps> oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Bawa wailed and we looked at him in surprised. What? How will I show my face in the Aghiari again? What will I say to the Bawa Samaj? How can I hold my shaggy head up in Parsi colony again? What will my dad say? <laughs> Adi and me looked at each other questioningly, but shrugged. क्या हुआ बे? Why are you wailing and weeping and beating your breast like that? अरे, I have grass in my bag. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Adi went pale and began to sweat. But as unperturbed, so? What do you mean so? The dogs must have sniffed it out. The cops must be on guard. The DA must have issued a red corner alert for us. They will have alerted Chandigarh security. Three big Sardarji policemen will arrest us. They will march us to jail and beat us up. They will probably sodomize us once they are through with beating us. I am going to die of it. Yeah, relax. I said soothingly. No one cares about a bit of grass. There are no dogs at a domestic airport. And even if he had found a small bag of grass, the only thing he would do would be to whack it and take it home and toke up himself. Chill, man. Easy for you to say. Baba continued to sob. You don't have any stuff in your possession. Of course I do, I said. And I took a packet out of my pocket and showed it to them. See? Their eyes became four round O's and mouths were another two O's as they scared at the little bag of booty. What shit? You are carrying that stuff around with you? In a plane? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. No one cares. Especially not for such tiny amounts. Shit, shit, shit. Adi slumped back in his seat. One guy has a shit in his bags. The other has it on his person. For no fault of mine, I'm going to end up in the clink. As usual, I fell asleep in the flight and was fresh and relaxed when we landed. But both of them were looking wan and tired. They both had sat bolt upright in the seat for the whole of the flight, shivering with tension and looking nervously at the flight attendants every time they came near, just in case Mumbai Airport security had no radioed the plane to arrest the miscreants and stun them and handcuff them or something. They were as jumpy as cats in a dog show at the airport and turned pale and started farting every time a policeman even looked in their direction. When the bags finally came on the baggage carousel, Bawa turned even more pale and grabbed my hand and hissed, "Look!" His bag had an official sticker on it. Opened and resealed by airport security. They searched my bag. Oh yeah, your bag has all kinds of lethal screwdrivers and bike parts in it, so they must have checked it. Ah, that's why they called. They probably wanted to check what was in it, and when we didn't answer, they opened the bags themselves. In spite of my explanation, they were still deeply nervous and didn't dare to say a word until we were in a taxi and en route to the railway station. At the railway station. Luckily the process of getting the bikes was extremely straightforward. I stayed outside with the bags while Adi and Baba went inside. Showed the railway receipt and bike documents and what not and collected the bikes and wheeled them outside. The railways and the police have two opposing roles. The railways are concerned about safety and fire hazards and are extremely strict about the bike petrol tank being ex- totally empty. The reason for this is very simple. A bike may fall, 
द पेट्रोल में लीक एंड फायर में रिजल्ट एंड फायर इन अ रनिंग ट्रेन इज द वर्स्ट थिंग दैट कुड हैपन सो देर इज नॉट इवन अ ड्रॉप ऑफ पेट्रोल इन द व्हीकल द पुलिस ऑन द अदर एंड डू नॉट अलाउ पेट्रोल टू बी सोल्ड लूज इन अ बॉटल द रीजन फॉर दिस इज नॉन ओनली टू देमसेल्व्स पॉसिबली बी देर कंसर्न अबाउट पीपल मेकिंग पेट्रोल बॉम्ब्स और इमोलेटिंग देमसेल्व्स और समबडी एल्स और परैप्स ब्लैक मार्केटिंग पेट्रोल all of these reasons would have been valid except for one simple point if i wanted to do any of these things i would fill up petrol in my bike go out of the petrol pump and promptly take the petrol out of the vehicle and do whatever illegal thing i wanted to do but the police enforce this stupid rule very strictly all over india no pump will sell you petrol in a bottle even if you run out of petrol on the highway and just need a bottle to enable you to get your vehicle to the nearest petrol pump they just shrug their shoulders no way jose no petrol in a bottle if anybody from the police who made this damn fool rule is reading this here is a special message from me go fuck yourself you're an asshole i hope your vehicle breaks down on the highway and no one gives you even a drop of fuel and you have to push your bike for miles and miles up a steep slope morons idiots fools but then we are intelligent people we solve problems and we solved this problem by getting a local chandigarh based friend to fill up his bike with petrol and meet us at the station that friend was a crazy laughing sir jp singh jp had a touring company called moto monks which organizes ladakh bike tours for tourists so for the season he was based in chandigarh and took a bunch of riders up the mountains every now and then he had done the manali lay ride so many times that he was heartily sick of motorcycling and had stopped biking altogether Nowadays he wears shorts and chappal and sits in support vehicle instead of biking. He rolled up in his bullet and we took the petrol from his tank and filled up a liter each in hours. Zoomed off to the nearest petrol pump to fill up. Easy as pie. And we didn't even pay him for the petrol. The poor fellow. <laughs> his flabber was totally gasted as we rode off happily without even thinking of putting our hands in our pockets. He must have been muttering Punjabi gullies into his beard. But no doubt he gained good karma by helping us. Anybody planning to go on an organized tour to Leh please do go with JP Singh and the Moto Monks he is a good fellow and I still haven't paid him for that petrol we demanded JP take us to a local dhaba and we hogged like pigs out there we tried to make him pay for that lunch as well but he showed us the finger and after that it was well past noon that we finally set out for the ride just as we started riding i suddenly braked and desert nearly banged into me what yeah looking irritated very important task almost forgot i said and went to the liquor shop and bought six halves of old monk rum ah very good very good delza beamed as he patted me on the back now we are all set the ride starts now and that's it for this episode folks thanks for listening do check out this book three men on motorcycles on amazon and do visit my website www.ketanjoshi.net that's www.ketanjoshi.net it has list of all my books it has some awesome pics and videos from our rides and of course my blog Do check me out on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and do write to me and tell me what you thought of this show, this book and in life in general. 
Stay cool and calm, guys. Peace out.